Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Recorded live. Peace and blessings, brothers and sisters. I'm Brother Priest. This has come out of her, my people. Today is November 15th, 2016. I want to discuss briefly electoral powers. As the last seven days have been a national state of mourning since it was announced that Donald Trump will become the president-elect. There are some things that are confusing the people, and there are some things that have taken place that we all need to be aware of. When I come to speak out on this on November 8th, and I spoke about certain things that were going on at the polls with Donald Trump being sued by the Democratic Party for voter intimidation and allegedly Klan members would go and vote on that day and after voting, would set up shop around the polls for the purpose of intimidating Negro voters. There were over a million Negro votes not counted. The NAACP in North Carolina suing the Republican Party and Donald Trump. Up until the very day of the election, for they were moving and were successful. in throwing out Negro voters registration, meaning that a number of Negroes were not allowed to vote. Since that day, there's been a national sadness, a national mourning, a somber mood. Very many people are hurt and upset all across the board. There's been an alleged spike in hate crimes to the point where Donald Trump had to come out and speak against them and has urged people to stop these hate crimes. But here's what's happened. It began with 
half a million signatures going towards the Electoral College. Now it is well over a million signatures, from what I understand. The voters, well, wait, let me back up. There are approximately 300 million persons in the United States of America as citizens. Only a little over 120 million of them actually voted. That's not even 50% of the alleged population. Now, certainly some of those people may be sick and shut in. They may be mentally ill, hospitalized, recently deceased, all types of things. But a number of them, a number of these persons, said people of the United States of America, made a choice to not cast a vote. So if only a little over 120 million people voted, which is not even half of the said population, and you got a million of them that are so upset that they are petitioning the Electoral College you got a major problem on your hands. I spoke with a sister in our nation, Sister Charlotte, and the mother of our nation, Emilia Ruth. And they were speaking about Obama stating a little over a year ago that he may be the first three-term president. So now we got an interesting scenario on our hands. I brought up the electoral power, so if you all do not know, when the president is on their last term, particularly on their last term, when they're on their way out of office, there are particular electoral powers that kick in and allow them to put in certain laws and make certain things happen that cannot even be vetoed, including keeping themselves in office. Now, whenever there are a certain amount of names in the petition, a president and the presidential office must address the petition. Petition has been submitted to the Electoral College, so hopefully they submitted it correctly, which in turn it would have to be reviewed by John Kerry, Secretary of State, and forwarded to 
President Barack Obama. Now, here's an interesting scenario. The country, the country is clearly divided, racially divided. There's an uproar. And apparently, there was something going on that they may have seen this coming. I got a report from one of the brothers in our nation that he lives in Chicago, and he's down the street from a Moorish science temple that he said was raided by the authorities a couple of months ago. Got another report that Israelite church in New York raided by the FBI. They're referring to these groups as hate groups. It cannot be a coincidence that these groups have been targeted and raided during such a climate as what was to come because this happened just before the election and now that the election has taken place, it looks like an interesting relationship may be linked in with that. God forbid I would hate I hate for the FBI or any one of our brothers and sisters' organizations or camps to be raided by the FBI. My positive energy and my prayers go out to those brothers and sisters who have been involved in those things, and I pray that you come out unscathed, unharmed, with reputation intact. I don't know these people. I don't know any of these people in any of these groups. But I do know that they are my brothers and sisters. My heart, my love go out to you all. With these executive powers and Barack being able to suspend it and keep himself in office, it would be interesting that after reviewing this petition, if Barack would come to the decision that he would have to exercise such powers because there is such a divide. So after the sister told me about this statement that Barack had said about him being a three-term president, I looked it up. I found an article by one Darius Rubix, D-A-R-I-U-S, R-U-B-I-C-S. I'm going to read some of it for you. It's called Obama Announces Plans for a Third-Term Presidential Run. This was written over one year ago. Washington, D.C., President Barack Obama shocked this country this morning with news that he is running for a third term. Quote, I cannot abandon the American people now when they need me more than ever, Obama told reporters at a press conference this morning. 
We've come this far as a nation. Now is not the time to do something different. This is the change you wanted, and this is the change you're getting. Senator Rand Paul of Kentucky told CNN he does not agree with Obama and his announcement. This defies everything the Constitution stands for, said Paul. We cannot let this man have a third term. In the history of this country, only two presidents have served more than two terms, Theodore Roosevelt and Franklin D. Roosevelt. The major problem for Obama when he runs in 2016 is the 22nd Amendment. Excuse me. The main problem is the 22nd Amendment. In short, the 22nd Amendment states no person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice. The U.S. Constitution does not make an exception in the 22nd Amendment, though this article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislatures of three-fourths of the several states within seven years from the date of its admission to the states by the Congress. This means Obama's third presidential term run is only valid if he receives 70% 75% approval from the Congress. Now, here's the thing. Obama says over a year ago, according to this, that he will go for a third term. Now, hear me out. The Electoral College Between now, which is uh, November 15th in 2016, up until December 19th, listen to me good, they are still counting votes. But the Electoral College does not officially cast their ballot until December 19th. Hillary just won New Hampshire Electoral Counts. So she just added more electoral counts to her to her um her election. The people have in their petition. Obama has the electoral powers in his hand and can call them at any time. Wouldn't it be interesting if the electoral college Stick to their vote or actually officially cast their vote because what happens is they're supposed to take the popular vote and convert those into electoral counts 
with the Electoral College. Therefore, whoever wins the popular vote, contingent upon how many members in the Electoral College, which there are um, 538 members, and whoever reaches, what is it, uh, 270 in Electoral Count wins, well, look. Contingent upon what happens with this petition, leading up to December 19th, the Electoral College could very well decide to cast their votes for the popular um, vote as they're supposed to do according to their law and definition. Now, that's not what they do all the time, but that's what they're supposed to do. What if they stick with Trump? Barack answers the petition, as he's obligated to do, and decides to kick in electoral powers. And instead of letting Trump walk into office, and instead of letting Hillary take office, he takes a third term. This thing is scripted, I believe, 100% to stir the people up. Because you have to realize Those who really control this country, it's not the president, it's not the Congress, House of Representatives, senators, none of that. It's those who control the money. Now, those who control the money don't come down and make the decisions for the, this United States of America. They don't make the everyday decisions for them. But they control the outcome to favor themselves so that they can keep getting paid what is owed to them by the United States of America. Sixty million votes for Trump. Sixty point four seven million votes for Hillary and counting. So here you're going to watch whether or not they suppress this in the media, whether or not they keep it hidden from you, the masses of the people, that there is a petition out there, that the voters are fighting back, that there's a number of people who are in a a condition, a stage of mourning, a state of mourning and somberness and depression over Donald Trump's victory. 
and the Electoral College is caught because it has no justification for Trump winning, except that you have to gather that they had to sit down and think, which one do we choose? Which one do we trust? Is this a good old boys network that doesn't want a woman in there? Or did she actually commit treason with these emails? Did she actually breach the security of the United States? Or do you turn it over to a successful businessman? I mentioned this to a few of the people in the nation. I urge you to watch this ESPN 3430 documentary called Small Potatoes. This is involving Donald Trump. For those of you who do not remember, I remember, I was young, but I remember the United States Football League that when it started up, it was spring football. which was off-season for the NFL. Excuse me. Yeah, it was off-season for the NFL. So it wasn't a direct competitor with the NFL. But then in came Donald Trump. If you really want to learn Donald Trump's tactics, his thought process, and what he will do, I urge you to watch 30 for 30 Small Potatoes. I won't give it away if you haven't seen it. I've seen it a couple of years ago, and I never thought when I was watching that that it would become relevant in today's world. But believe me, I want to encourage you all, and it's on YouTube, I'm sure. I haven't seen it on YouTube, but a lot of those documentaries from 30 from 30 are on YouTube. I want to encourage you all to view it and send it to as many of your loved ones and relatives as you can. You need to see what Donald Trump did with the United States Football League. Now, most of us only know of the NFL, the National Football League. But there are competitor football leagues. There's probably like 10 other football leagues. Did you all know that? (laughs) You only know of the NFL, right? Like you only know of the NBA. But there are other basketball leagues. There are other football leagues. There's the AFL, Arena Football League. There's the, I think it's the AIF. American Indoor Football. There's a number of indoor football leagues. There's several football leagues. UFL, Universal Football League. That was another one. I think they um, ceased operation, though. But my point is Donald Trump joined the USFL, became owner of, I think it was the New Jersey Generals. And I remember that because when I was growing up, 
one of my heroes was Herschel Walker, and Herschel Walker chose to go with that team. And he decided he wanted to compete head-to-head with the NFL. Go watch that documentary, and you will see what you're in store for if this man takes that seat. But with these executive powers, it's a toss-up. Barack just might try to institute a third term for himself. I'm not making a prediction. It's just something I wanted you all to be aware of. I hope you got something out of this. Thank you for listening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.